Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. Humans have this unique and powerful ability to recognise patterns in things. And we are able to ingest large amounts of complex data and recognise the links and commonalities within that data. This is how we learn and has existed since back when we were Neanderthals. It's an integral part of our ability to learn and solve problems and survive, to recognise when something is bad, and to get that sense of danger, we need to understand what a dangerous situation is. And this means understanding different areas where we've seen vulnerability, drawing conclusions from different people's experiences in, in order to understand what a danger is. And this means that we form certain biases against and for things. For instance, knowing, having a bias against darkness and nighttime because we recognised that more people were dying at night by being targeted because we couldn't see things and because animals that had better senses and were able to operate more efficiently in the dark were leveraging our lack of attunement to the dark in order to prey on us. As our brains have developed and the amount of data we're receiving has increased, this mechanism that draws these patterns has matured and evolved to such an extent that we are able to have complex civilization and, you know, strong communication, awareness, empathy, all these kind of things, anxiety, all of these things come from this kind of pattern recognition and awareness part of our brain. Our ability to sense danger, our ability to sense opportunity, all comes from this part of your brain that is able to analyse data. But the problem is, is this is not a perfect system. And the patterns we form is based upon the information we ingest and our subjective experience. Which means when we live like in, in the present day and information is everywhere and it's readily available and that all all day, all night, you're being blasted with information, and we have this complex system of society that is telling you what to think, what's right, what's wrong, what's dangerous, what's not dangerous, all the time. We're not able to discern what is our subjective opinion based on our own experience, and this external information that we've received from what we've been told. We kind of assimilate all the information into one big place, and then our judgments, opinions, and biases all come out of from this central pool of information that we've gathered. And once we've formed these opinions, once we have these biases, it becomes very hard to kind of see the world outside of these opinions. And we have things that are like a confirmation bias. And the information that we have, the opinions that we have formed, begin to filter and distill the information that we ingest so that we are looking for answers and results that confirm what the things that we already believe. And part of the ego doesn't want to be wrong, so we look for information that proves us right. Whether it's harmful or productive to us, we key in and kind of disregard any information that is threatening the ego or the current belief system. Our ego is attached to our beliefs and our principles and our opinions, 
and it doesn't want to believe that it's wrong. We're prideful. We don't want to believe that maybe a belief that we've held on to for so long or a way of behaving that we've repeated over years could possibly be wrong. So what our mind does, both unconsciously and consciously, is look for things that confirm what we already believe. Look for answers that we can point to and say, see, I was right all along. This is why I should have done this, or this is why I did this. For instance, for me, I've been let down a lot in my life, and I feel like I never want to ask anyone for help. I never want to share anything about myself or be vulnerable, because every time that I've put myself in that position, I have been let down. And then... When I think about that, it's more of a case of even before the situation arises, I'm thinking, uh, as soon as I ask someone this, you know, they're not even going to want to do it. They're going to be too busy or, you know, they don't care about me enough to do it. And I'm putting all of this beliefs out there. And this is picked up in my body language and nonverbal communication and the words that I say and the way I express things, it's all seeping through and people can tell. And the way I ask and the energy that I'm transmitting is all tainted with this opinion and bias and negative preconceptions that when the person receives it, they they can already detect that I think that they're going to let me down in the way that I ask this. And then they let me down and then I use that as a reason to say, hey, look, More people are letting me down. Yeah, every time I ask someone, they let me down. And then it's a kind of negative cycle. And it just feeds its own opinion and its own bias to say that these patterns that I've repeated are having the same outcome. And there's no other possible outcome. And I'm right. And that allows us to remain in a state of suffering. And as soon as we change a a piece of behavior or we try to take a step in a different direction our brains are immediately looking for all of these pieces of information that are saying, this is wrong, why are you doing something different? Fit the pattern. You don't want to break this attachment that you've had to this opinion or this bias. Do the same thing. So that when it comes to saying, oh, you know, I've been underconfident because I don't want to, I don't want to seem like I'm bragging or being arrogant, so I don't talk about my accomplishments. And then the second that you You say something uh, positive about a piece of work that you've done and then someone says, one person says, oh, that person's boasting and 50 people say, that is an amazing piece of work, you should be so proud of yourself. All you hear is that one person's voice that said you were arrogant and you lock into that and you use it as ammo to fuel exactly what you believed before. This is cognitive dissonance. This is holding on to your beliefs and It is very difficult to break the attachment if you can't recognize the process of this happening. If you don't have the awareness in order to be able to say, ah, I can see that I have been in a pattern for a while, and this is my belief. You have to understand that the bias that comes with that and be able to identify it. Identify when part of your cycle that you're trying to break and look at the information that you're receiving and try to be objective in how you analyze that data and be aware of when you're looking for signs that are confirming previously held beliefs and looking to confirm your your previous behavior and justify your own opinions because it can become incredibly easy for you to get trapped in this cycle of self-confirmation and if you're not aware 
that this is a possibility and highly likely to happen when you're trying to go against old patterns, then it's going to be even harder to break them. Because all of the data and everything that is you're going to be receiving as input, as gratification, as results, will all be confirming and screaming out to you that the old way was better, that the, the, the comfortable way the way that you've been doing it for years, this is the right way and don't change, don't try new things and try to become a better person or have different habits that are more attuned to the person that you want to be. No, stick to the old way because that's the information you'll receive. The ego doesn't want to let you change because to the ego, if you have to change something, that means you were doing something wrong in the first place. That means that you were attached to something that you shouldn't have been attached to or you had beliefs that were wrong and the ego or pride or whatever it is latches on to that and has to prove itself right, has to tell ourselves that what we were doing was right. The beliefs we held, the opinions we had, they were all correct and this is why people talk of ego death because the ego is the identification of self and When you change, you kill the self because the self is what you identify as you. You are whoever you think you are. And the idea of change means that you won't be you anymore. The ego doesn't want to let that happen. So be aware. Be aware of your beliefs and question them often. Be aware of your opinions and the biases that you hold because they could just be holding you back from the change that you want to make. Thank you for listening.